Welcome to the Macroactive Podcast. My name is Gareth Manger, CRO at Macroactive. And in this podcast, we dive deep into the world of fitness entrepreneurship and speak to the top fitness creators and entrepreneurs who have successfully built their brand and scaled their online fitness business. Join me as I interview these successful fitness entrepreneurs who share their secrets, tips, and strategies for building a thriving online fitness business. All right, so welcome to the podcast, Sherelle. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you, Gareth. Thank you for asking me to become on honor. Our pleasure. So let's dive straight into this. So I've known you for a long time, and from what I know of you, you're like super dedicated, right? So you run a digital marketing agency. You've just started a health and fitness business. You're a professional athlete, professional footballer. What is it about this crazy work ethic? Where does it come from? Um, yeah, so just going back, like when I was growing up, my dad was never around. Um, and the reason was is because he was always working to put food on our table and also paying the bills and making sure we had a roof over our heads. So the only time I actually seen my dad was like on a Sunday when he was taking me to football. So I had two sisters and one brother, so they barely seen him at all. Um, and I just basically grew up with his work ethic. I've seen him doing everything under the hour, um, the way like he would go out in the mornings. You know, he used to get up at four or five in the morning and get to work. And I think... For me, I've seen that and even just call him on a daily basis, Dad, what are you doing now? He'd be like, oh, Troy, I'm working. I'll call you in the evening. So I think from such a young age, and he also has a big family. So my dad had, is one of 12 and his sister, who was probably one of my favorite aunties. I know you shouldn't say it, but anyway, <laughs> her work ethic was on another level. Like my dad was on a level, but she was on another level and I'm guessing Growing up around that and seeing my dad and seeing her, it just gave me this crazy work ethic, which, you know, I'm blessed with because not everyone has it. Yeah. So tell us about that. So your dad was like a big influence. Was he the one that influenced you to start your football career? Yes. It's really funny, this story is my, I used to be a dancer. So up until the age of 12, um, I was always Irish dancing. Um, I'll say you won it in Ireland, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. The Republic of Ireland. And. My mum was my dance teacher. So I guess in the dancing world, her work ethic was incredible because she used to do six dance classes a week, used to have 200 people in the classes. So for me, dancing, 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 until I turned 12 is when my dad goes, look, should we go watch your brother play football? And I was like, yeah, okay, freezing cold. Don't know why I said yes. Um, but it's really funny, this story, is because when I turned up, I was watching my brother halfway in the game, my brother walked up. He's like, I'm done with football. And I was like, wow, this is really good, bro. Why are you walking off kind of thing? And he was like, too cold, I'm going. So I stayed there with my dad. My brother went and sat in the car. And um, I just really, I just look at, you know, when you look at someone, you think, wow, I think I would really like to do that. So my dad messaged the coach and said, look, can Sherelle come along? Lee's quit, um, but can Sherelle come along and try it? Um, so I went along and I happened to be quite good at it. <laughs> I think everyone says it's the dancing, so we'll put it down to the dancing. Uh, but yeah, and really, really enjoyed it. And then 13, 14, played with boys' teams. Um, you know, they're, they're a lot harder than the girls at that time because there wasn't many girls' teams around, if any. When, like, we, when we moved to the Island White, there was none. So I was literally always playing with the boys. Uh, and then I got scouted for Arsenal. And then, yeah, here we are today. And then, so you were with Arsenal for a bit. And then did you take a break as well from, from football? And then you, you came back? Yeah, so it, it was Chichester. Um, I was at Chichester and I just kind of 
kept getting injured, Gareth. And just, um, I don't know what it was. My mindset wasn't correct. I, I wasn't being me. And I was going on the pitch and it felt more like a chore than, a, than fun and loving what I used to do. So I took like an eight-month break, um, closer to nine months to be fair, just to kind of think, is this something I want to carry on with? Because it's a big commitment. Yeah. A very, very big commitment. And back then, you know, we didn't get paid. We didn't even get paid for travel. So it was literally a hobby. And I was, I was in a place where I just weren't enjoying anything. So I took myself away from it for about eight months and I missed it. Yeah. What did you, what did you learn from those like setbacks or, or failures during that time? You know, did, did you feel like I, I wanted to go back? You know, how did you sort of overcome having an injury on something that you really love doing? Yeah. So I work for myself and I say it to everybody. If, if you're in a situation where you stop being you and you, you stop falling in love with things that you used to love is the first thing you got to look at is yourself. So I looked at myself and I thought, right, what do I need to change? What, what am I doing right now that I've lost the enjoyment, you know, and being injured is the worst thing in the world because you can't do anything and you really can't unless you're with the right people. And lucky for me, I was around some right people at that time. You know, I was around some wrong people as well that kept telling me, oh, it's okay. Just give up, you know, you go on. But luckily my family um, and Ben was around me going, look, you can get through this, just work on you. So. That's what I done, and I found self development. I think a year after this, Gareth, I found you. Um, so I found self development, and I just really worked on myself. And there was one day I was sitting in the living room. I can remember it so clearly. Going, Sherelle, you were meant to play football. This is what you're meant to do. So I went back training with Chichester. Um, two weeks later, a friend from Palace, Dean, the manager, that's right, yeah. You. So I was like, right. I, this is meant for me. I'm a, I'm, I'm a massive believer is if something closes, find out something will open and that's exactly what happened to me. Wow. And so with, obviously with the team you're with now talking Wanderers, you're banging in the goals. I mean, it seems like you're doing very well. I know you hate losing as well. So how do you sort of pick yourself up after a loss? I hate it. That Sunday and Monday morning is extremely hard for me. Anyone that plays sports, anyone that's any bit competitive will have this feeling. You as well, Gareth. It's the worst. It is the worst. Even if your team loses, like I'm a United fan, and if they lose, I get angry. Um, but how I put myself up is I look back on my performance. I don't look back on the team performance because you're only good at what you can be. So I look back and go, if I haven't given 100%, why? What could I have done better? And what do I need to do better in training? Because a lot of people forget this is training is where you, your games come in. If you're not giving 100% in training, you're not going to give 100% in games because it's just repetition, repetition, repetition. And I looked back on that week and I didn't train two, two times that week. And I was like, well, Charlotte, it's your own fault because you haven't put 100% in, which means, you know, it's a football team. So there's 11 players. Three of you are not on your best performance. You're going to lose. Or you might have a draw because it's such a competitive sport if you're all not on your game, it's very hard. Yeah. Um, so I look at myself first and then I'll go back and watch the videos and I'll be like, right, okay, how can we change that? And then in the next week, we always have like on a Tuesday, we always kind of have like a, a group discussion on what went wrong and how can we fix it? But we don't have to wait on that loss now. It's gone. Now, how can we fix it? To next. Yeah. 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 Love it. Love it. And it's like business, isn't it? Business is the same thing. Exactly. So let's switch over to business. So on your business journey so far, 
and in your football career. So, I mean, what would you say are the specific habits and routines that you have right now that's contributing towards your success? Discipline. It's, it's really discipline because when I first started business, and you probably noticed, I'm, my, I was very motivated by everything that I was doing, had my own business, very new. But motivation will only take you so long. So it kind of flicks on your emotions. So for me, discipline has been it. And I look back at my football career thinking, if, if I went out with my friends, if I got drunk with my friends, if I done the stupidest things my friends done, I wouldn't be here today. I would have gone down their path and probably would have had kids. Probably, you know, maybe got down alcohol route because a lot of my friends were like yeah. that. Um, so... I think my discipline started at such a young age because I didn't have a social life, Gareth. I didn't have many friends because I was always here, there, everywhere. So for me, if I can help anyone listening to this, it is literally discipline. So do you, do you have any like specific habits then with discipline? So do you have like a morning routine, something that you stick to every day? Yeah. So my morning routine is super, super simple. I do my gratitude every single morning. When I wake up, I write down 10 things I'm really, really super grateful for. The people I'm grateful for. I read 10 pages of a book every single day. It might be in the morning or I might do it in the morning, but I then maybe switch up. If I'm having a hard day, I'll grab my book and read three or four pages. Um, I will then go either to the gym or if I'm on a recovery day, at the moment I'm doing a cold lunch. I've um, seen that, yeah. Yeah, let's go. It looks brutal. Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. But... <laughs> It's been an afterwards, it's incredible. Um, or I'll go to, to the gym and do a nice recovery and then end it with a sauna. So those are my non-negotiables, like every single morning. And so so with, the, with the ice bath, so I have a cold shower and I guess, you know, I, the benefits of like reducing inflammation and, and stress. But I guess the reason why I do that every morning is because it strengthens my willpower. Yeah. And it just kind of wakes me up and it gets me ready for the day. What was the reason why you're doing it? Exactly. It was to be uncomfortable because last year I was comfortable. When you have a business that's doing well, when your football is doing well, you can get into this and state of mind where you become comfortable. And if we don't grow as people, we don't change. So last year I was looking back, we was on a cruise at Christmas and I was looking back and doing self-reflection. I was like, right, okay, I was far too comfortable last year. Far, far too comfortable. When you're banging in goals, you're having good games every week, good training sessions, good business. It's not good for you. It's good for you sometimes, but then also it can make you go backwards. And I've seen a bit of that last year going backwards. So I was like, right, okay, I need to make 2023 the most uncomfortable year of my life to grow again. So every day doing that cold crunch, day 15 today, um, I'm just doing 1% better. And it's, it's literally those things you said, Gareth, but also like, if you have a stressful day, like the other day, I had a really stressful day, and I was like, right, cold plunge. I got in and I got out, and I was just like, oh, I feel great. <laughs> yeah, and that first one is the worst I get, I bet. Oh my God, it was hideous. It was hideous. But when you get out, and it's just really hard to explain, but when you get out, you just everything just releases, and you just feel fantastic. I'm going to have to join you, I think. Just jump on that yeah. bandwagon. So go back to those habits. So how long have you been doing these new habits for like reading 10 pages a day oh over a year now oh wow that's good yeah. i consistent every single day there's days where i didn't do it and then yeah. days, those are the days when i didn't move forward yeah. there was one stage of i think it was october for two weeks i didn't read 10 pages of a book 
So then I was two weeks back. Because we got to think as well, sometimes life can get in the way. And it does. We all, you know, silly things. But then we got to look back and go, well, that's just an excuse. Yes. Yeah. So you have to be super hard on yourself. And this is something I'm, I'm doing this year and helping others as well is you've got to be hard on yourself to be changed. If you don't change, nothing's going to change. But if you change, everything can change. Love that. That's awesome. And what about goals setting? Are you setting short-term goals, long-term goals? How often are you setting them? Yeah, so actually, let me see if I've got it. Here we go. Goals book. So, goals, I don't know if you can see that. I can see it, yeah, yeah. So, I write my goals down every single day. Um, so, I've got some in there. Where are they? Oh, you have to see them. But yeah, so I write them down every single day. And um, I basically put next to it, these are my year-term goals, one-year-term goals, two, three, four, five. Um, so, so I've you... got do you break them up into like business goals, health, like personal development goals? So what I've done is um, over Christmas, I listened to the Jim Bryan um, goal setting on yep. YouTube mm -hmm. and he says, write down 12 things you want this year. So I've done a whole goal setting of health, wealth, um, business, personal and family. And then what I've done is I broke those down into the different years. And Love this it. year, I'm just writing down 12 goals every single day, what I want to achieve by the end of this year. Love it. That's so good. And you, you'll make it happen, I'm sure. So, okay, let's, let's, this is a very intriguing question for me, right? So you are super busy, right? So you've got your digital marketing agency, like we said, professional athletes, new health and fitness business. I mean, how do you manage your time? And, you know, can you share any tips or advice on how you maintain like a healthy work-life balance while you're pursuing that success? Yeah, absolutely. And this is something that I played around with last year. Um, organization is key. Like, get yourself a diary, physical and on the computer, and put down absolutely everything you want to do that day. Now, if someone rings you up and goes, Sherelle, can I speak to you today? Um, the first thing I do is look at my diary. Yeah. Unfortunately, I've got no time, but I have got time X, Y, Z. Because you've got to be super selfish with your time. And others will know it down the line because what you want to get to. When last year, Gareth, a lot of the time I was like, yeah, I'll be available. I look at my diary and I'm like, I'm not available. So you have to be super, super selfish. Once you've got your organization key and your time management key, everything will change for you. Yeah. Is there a certain strategy you use? Is there like a, like I use the uh, Eisenhower decision matrix. Are you familiar with that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like if it's urgent and important, just, you know, do it now, drop everything yeah. else and like get that done. That's the priority. If it's not urgent, important, then schedule some time, not important, urgent, delegate. And then if it's not urgent, not important, eliminate it. And sometimes we have tasks on our list that we think we need to do, but actually it's waste. Mm -hmm. So actually just in it and actually it'll just make you more productive. So do you, do you follow some sort of, like you were saying about the organization, do you like you, you have a diary, is it like a, a Kanban of like priority tasks? And then you know, how do you shuffle that? Yeah. So for the morning is my non-negotiables. I don't know if you've read that, but eat that frog. I always do things in the morning that I do not want to do. Super. We've all got those things. Email. <laughs> Emails and big tasks always get done in the morning before 10 a.m. And the reason I do it before 10 a.m. is because then from 10 a.m. I then help with my health and nutrition company. And then at 1 a.m. to 2 a.m., I then go back to business. Yeah. And then 3, 4, 5, I then go back to health and nutrition. 
and then six, seven, do whatever. I call it kind of like the um, miscellaneous things, all the shit bits. And then in the evenings, I have a training, gym, or um, events. So I know today I'm have a super busy day that after this call, I've got to go now and go pick up some gifts that I've been gifted from someone in Portsmouth. And then I know that I've only can be there for half an hour because then I've got some wellness evaluations I don't need to do. So every morning I'll wake up and do the shit bit and then get on with the day. But if you can, if I can give one big tip to people is do the tasks you do not want to do first. Because once you've done those tasks, your day will just be unbelievable. That's good advice. So let's, let's come on to the health and fitness business. You've recently started that. I know you've got a passion for health and fitness. So what it, what's the reason for starting that? I'm, I'm guessing there's a real purpose behind that. You know, what's, what's the why? Yeah, absolutely. So when we, remember when you, we used to speak, business was good for me, but helping clients is fantastic. Like I loved helping clients, but I'm a very person to person. Yeah. And for me, helping people personally, it's just a massive tip. Like I was helped. I was helped through my injury by my family. When I moved out to America, I was helped by my host family. So when you say, what's my why? My why is to help others be the best version of themselves, but at the same time, having unbelievable confidence. So many people out there at the moment are lacking confidence. They don't believe in themselves. So for me, my biggest why is I want to believe in other people more than they believe in themselves. Because once you get that and then they look at you and go, Shroud, thank you so much. You've changed my life. Those words just like mean everything to me. Because the more lives we help, the world's going to be a better place, right? Absolutely. But, and with clients, you can't do that. You can only help businesses grow so much. Um, where with people, you can watch and flourish. You can watch and do things that they never thought they could do themselves. We're now helping them. So that's oh, where my passion comes from. And when you help somebody with their health and fitness, only positive things comes out of it you know and that's why we do this i suppose the last question i have is what does the future look like for yourself as a you know professional footballer and a business owner do you have any big hairy audacious goals that you've set you know where where's that going yeah so i have huge huge goals you always have and i'll hit them i know i will hit them um but my biggest goal is to build in the biggest community where people can go in and feel supported and feel appreciated and feel like they've got people around and like-minded people around that have been in those positions to lift them up. So I want to create this massive community, massive fitness center, massive health center. So when people walk in, they go, this is where I want to be. Having a shit day, we're going to go down to this complex and we're going to feel unbelievable. And then, of course, helping people make their extra income as well. So not only helping with their health, they're helping with their wealth as well. That's that's my big goal. Love it. I absolutely love your dedication. You're an absolute legend. Uh, thanks for your time today. I really Thank appreciate you. it. Where can, where can people find you to learn more about what you're up to at the moment? Yeah, absolutely. So you can follow my um, Instagram. It's Sherelle underscore Cassell. And then my Facebook is just Sherelle Morel Cassell. Um, I am launching a podcast very, very soon. Um, we're literally just doing it. So hopefully, Gareth, you'll be a um, person on there. Let's do it first mentors which was great um so yeah that's how people can find me and if you ever want to come and watch any of my games and you are no cool it's just at Dorking Wanderers Football Club um and if you are free this weekend then we're at Fulham
Awesome. Thanks, Sherelle. Really appreciate it. And yeah, good luck for the rest of the season. Appreciate that.